Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Kicking in the Second Half, Kish YZ. We're going to do something a little bit different tonight. This is a podcast episode. I'm D, and I'm by myself doing this as a solo podcast. Uh, this is the weekend, but we're kind of wrapping things up with the NBA. Uh, the regular season's coming to a close by Sunday. So there's just a couple things I wanted to get in. Sorry it's kind of late because I had to work today. So normally I'm off on Fridays, but... Anyway, you know, trying to get these uh, pieces of content out, this last bit of content right before the regular season ends. But yeah, I was working on this content uh, yesterday and with today being Friday and later into the day, actually into the night, some things might not be up to date, but we'll give it a go anyway, because it's still relevant to the close of the NBA season. So today wanted to cover the last two games of the season. Basically, most teams have three to two like I said, there's some games that are being played today. So basically just two games left, uh, whoever's playing today. Uh, there's some teams playing tomorrow if they didn't play today. And then it looks like everybody, everybody, everybody is playing Sunday, all 15, uh, all 15 games, future all 30 teams of the league. So that's interesting. I don't know if that's been done before in modern times. Usually like even on the uh, opening night for the NBA, there's like a few games during opening night that day that's televised. And then the rest of the league basically plays the next day. So in two days, they cover 30 teams. But yeah, Sunday, from what it looks like, all teams will be done after Sunday night. So that's something to look forward to as well. If you're not working or busy, you can catch some of those games. If you have like, you know, a uh, league pass, I'm not sure what some of the uh, channels or broadcasting uh, those games. I'm assuming like ESPN or NBA TV or combination of both, to be honest, because of how heavy that slate of games. Are. So um, yeah, I wanted to, let's see, what can we dive into first? Since it's just me, I guess I can pick and choose however I want to. Um, one of the biggest things that's standing out to me, I just want to throw this out here. Are the Phoenix Suns beatable? Until the Jazz are fully healthy, are they beatable? Because the Phoenix Suns, I mean, they're just beating up on everybody. They just won the game against the Portland Trailblazers, which looked like to be a tough game. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch that game. But, you know, looking at the score, it looked like, wow, that was a really close game. But ultimately, they're going to be one winner. And that winner happened to be the Phoenix Suns, which, man, that's just putting them on the roll. That's great momentum hitting, you know, into the last stretch here. And then if they pull off a couple more wins, I mean, who knows where, where they're going to be at. I mean, this is – this is what's crazy about this NBA season because of the play-in tournament and because of the short NBA season. There's not a huge gap between some of these teams as far as if they want to climb up or if some teams are falling back. Uh, one thing I do want to update on because I had skipping around here, I had the the West that was um, the Western Conference is wrapped up as far as all the eliminated teams going into the play-in tournament have been eliminated. But just jumping forward, because I didn't want to get in the East as well. The East is finally wrapped up. Uh, congrats to the Washington Wizards. They wrapped that up. All they needed was one more win uh, within their last two, three games here to um, to clinch the play-in berth. They lost the game the night uh, the other night. Uh, they won today's game, which was – that was against the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. That was a home game for the, the Washington Wizards. And – uh, no Bradley Beal there again, but Russ wrapped that up with a triple-double. So they got that win in, and they're in the play-in tournament. But we'll, we'll touch back on that, so I don't want to skip too far ahead because of how I have my notes here. Let's, so let me just 
go back up to where I was, but yeah, just the Phoenix Suns. Just congratulations. Shout out to Tavern Geek, by the way, bro. Uh, Mike, I know you're a huge Phoenix Suns fan. And even when you're down in the dungeon, you know, as far as being in the bottom of the NBA basement the last few seasons be- before last year. I mean, last year you didn't make it in the play- playoffs, but um, that was kind of crazy uh, what happened, what went down uh, with Devin Booker in the bubble, 8-0. So you knew something was boiling. And then uh, when they added Chris Paul this year, that just put it over the top. And, man, he is showing what talent he has to be an NBA, NBA vet. Obviously not even just that. He's basically a Hall of Famer already, Hall of Fame talent right here on the court. And you pair him with uh, a young upcoming Hall of Fame uh, type of player in Devin Booker. That is going to be amazing uh, to watch this year in the playoffs. But once again, it's crazy this year because you don't know where the seeding is going to land as far as who's playing who in the first round. And, uh, you know, we got a little bit of mix up, a little bit of shelf aware. It doesn't always look like the underdogs are definitely at the bottom. I mean, I guess if you're at the bottom, you consider an underdog, but when you consider like a team like the Warriors or the Lakers being towards the bottom, even though I do see the Warriors as underdog because it wasn't expecting them to be this high up or competing at this level uh, like this during the season without Clay Thompson being there. And man, it's going to be definitely interesting to watch. Uh, one thing that, you know, came across to me, uh, obviously it's been talked, he's been talked about specifically is, Taylor Horton Tucker with the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, this guy has been balling the last couple of games, especially with LeBron and AD both being out. And they, you know, gotten some wins there. At least one win they they won against the Rockets, which we know the Rockets are basically the uh, the joke of the league, so to speak. And uh, but yeah, man, he is he's playing some great ball. He was with them last year. You know, he's won a championship with them. Obviously, he's going to be on this ride for however far they can make it in the playoffs this season. But, uh, I mean, there's going to be teams that's going to be looking at him next year if the Lakers don't uh, look to retain him. Uh, or what an interesting thing the Lakers could do is possibly maybe do a sign and trade, which you never know who they could bring in with that. But with that talented young player there, and if they want to make a big move and they can afford some salary cap fluctuation as far as trading away certain pieces to make it work, you pair him with a Kyle Kuzma. If you need to see an improvement as far as adding another uh, big big name player or, you know, maybe an all-star caliber player or borderline all-star caliber player, then that might be something that uh, would be intriguing to other teams is Taylor and Horton Tucker. But, yeah, just shout out to him in general. Uh, not looking too far ahead past this season quite yet. But, yeah, he's doing some big things and he's looking really good. So, you know, his offseason stock is definitely – going up so keep an eye on him as well just for in the the play-in tournament just to see how how they do but that's if the lakers make the play-in tournament i mean they're right there on the border they're sitting in seventh i think portland does hold the tiebreaker over them but with portland losing against the phoenix suns that makes the lakers just a little bit closer so you know we'll see what the chain events uh occur between you know portland wins or loses games and the los angeles lakers continue to win games uh, I think obviously at this point, both teams have like two games left to be played for the regular season. So still a shakeup there and, and Dallas as well as in that mix. So I think maybe Dallas holds the tiebreaker over the Portland Trailblazers, but yeah, just see who, who wins the last two games and who, who um, basically ultimately loses the last two games is m- more important than winning at this point, because like I said, of the, who's holding the tiebreakers, but yeah, um, Going over to the Eastern Conference, let's 
shout out to the Miami Heat because they have woken up. Well, actually, they've been steady climbing here lately. We just don't talk about them, and that's what they like. That's their st- their style, their team uh, strategy. Like, they're just underdogs. They are dogs. I mean, Jimmy Butler. I mean, Bam's getting into that. I mean, just the whole organization uh, all together, they're just gritty and grimy, and they don't want you to see them coming. They want to bite you in the butt. So, you know, you turn your back and then like, oh, I need to start running, but they're right there already. And, yeah, they're they're in the mix. I mean, they're like in fourth place, like a team that – look like okay where are they at where are they going to fall in this playoff or play in race and boom there they are you know climbing up steady like they're beating some teams that they need to beat and they're getting in the form and getting in the shape they're going to be ready for this plan not playing sorry these these playoffs because they're not going to be in the play-in tournament and that's what's very intriguing of how they've turned things around over the last month month and a half maybe two months let's just go ahead and say since we've been do- starting this uh podcast back in early march and I want to say again, because I keep saying it and I'm being consistent with it, uh, bubble fatigue is a real thing. And I feel like the Miami Heat have finally shaken off that bubble fatigue. And, you know, this year started out not being really an honest NBA season as far as sizing up talent and what teams look like uh, legit candidates. Uh, you know, you always get a shakeup, but some of the teams that came in that, looked underwhelming and underperforming, uh, you know, turn things around later on, uh, the Denver Nuggets being one of them with Jamal Murray, but unfortunately he's hurt and he's not going to be playing the rest of the season, but you know, he started off very slow as well, but yeah, the Miami heat, even though they lost Victor Oladipo for the remaining of the season, I mean, go figure there that what are the chances of that happening? That's very unfortunate there, but the Miami heat really didn't lose much to be where they're at this year compared to last year. And they've added, you know, some other time. I don't want to get too far on that because I do want to do some segments coming up on X Factors. But yeah, just just look out for those videos where we're going to run down basically the X Factors of each playoff team. And then we're also going to do videos on uh, the play in um, the play in teams. Then after the play in tournament is done, when it comes to the playoffs, we're going to do each matchup as far as, you know, each each first round matchup on the Eastern conference, each first round matchup on the Western conference. So we'll, we'll throw in a little bit more detail there, but, um, but the wizards, yeah, like I said, the wizards already wrapped things up. So another team in the East. So yeah, there's all the, uh, what is it? 11 through 15 seating for both conferences all been eliminated officially. So, you know, Kings are out. The Pelicans are out. Zion once again, his second NBA season, just a second, but has not made, an NBA playoff. So keep an eye on that because, you know, obviously he's going to be there for a while. They're going to try to extend him out, pay him whatever they need to pay him. Um, but man, you know, if this continues to be that pattern, he's probably going to want out eventually. But, you know, that's a huge speculation to be this far away from anything potentially happening as far as him leaving. But, you know, it's two in a row. And if you see somebody like Ja, who you grew up playing basketball with, uh, basically on the on his way to, to make it into his first play-in uh, or play-off uh, potentially by going through this play-in tournament, then that's going to kind of put a chip on your shoulder. So we'll see what happens next with that. And, yeah, let me just go ahead and jump in because I'm basically just, um, you know, just trying to do this on my own with, you know, nobody really to go back and forth with. So probably speeding up through some of these topics faster than we normally would. 
but that's okay. Not a big deal here. And what is that? Am I hearing something? I guess it's the TV upstairs. My bad. Didn't mean to get distracted. It's just kind of eased on in there. Uh, but yeah, let's go to the East. So just to wrap up some games, like I said, there's games currently being played. So this may not be very accurate at all. But as of the time of me starting this before Friday's games, so after Thursday, but before Friday's games, um, so hopefully I get this posted pretty soon. Or if you're listening to this first thing on, on Saturday, then like I said, just go ahead and check uh, some of the standings just to, to clear up anything that's changed. But uh, Boston, they're in the play-in term as of right now. You know, they're not going to get out of it because it's pretty much locked in. That's that's where they're going to be, and they're sitting at the seventh spot. So obviously, if you're seventh or eighth, you only need one game to win to be in the playoffs. Obviously, if you win that first round, then you're the seventh. If you lose that first round and you win the second round, you're the eighth. But Boston, they're up two. They're playing at Minnesota on Saturday and at New York City on Sunday. So back-to-back to in the regular season, no Jalen Brown. Kemba, will he play back-to-back? -back? I don't know. Most likely not because they have not been playing Kemba for back-to-backs, and they're definitely going to need him for the play-in tournament. So we'll see which game he winds up ultimately playing in. I would assume he probably would want to play in the New York game because, you know, it's New York. You know, size up your competition, but that might be a tougher game, and, you know, that'll be a game in case something happens where he has one day less of rest versus if he played in the Minnesota game on Saturday and set out Saturday's game with New York. But, yeah, keep an eye on Boston. They hold the uh, the tiebreakers over Indiana and Charlotte, who come in behind them. Uh, Charlotte, I think, is the eighth team, and Indiana was the ninth, and the Wizards' tenth. Congratulations there. Um, and Charlotte and Indiana were tied 33-37. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think one of those teams, if not both, are playing tonight. I can't remember uh, who's playing what. Well, let's see. I, I think I got it written down here, actually. You know, let me back that up. I do know who's playing. Uh, Charlotte is playing at the New York Knicks in New York on Saturday, followed by at Washington on Sunday. So two back-to-back -back games that are travel games. So that's going to be, you know, some low jet uh, lag there, some, some fatigue from the game before when it comes to Washington. And if Russ is rolling in, you know, that's going to be a game to watch. So, you know, everything's going to come down to the wire here. And then let's go to Indiana, who sits in the currently the ninth place in the East. They're playing the Lakers Saturday. Uh, we might not see LeBron. We might not see AD. We probably will see THT, but not sure. Uh, probably see Kuzma, maybe. We'll, we'll see what the Lakers are rolling with. I think the Lakers are going to try to maybe see where they're at and who they're possibly playing if something changes up north in the standings on the west they might want to stay where they're at in the in the seventh seat but uh, but yeah the indiana pacers are playing the lakers a home game for indiana on saturday and then like i said this is another back-to-back -back. they're finishing up sunday playing at the raptors which is not toronto but should be tampa on sunday and we know the raptors are not a play-in tournament team not a playoff team this year just a rebuilding team wow um, so we'll see what happens there, but I mean, Indiana could easily win one of these games, maybe both of these games or none of these games. It's definitely going to be interesting to see because either way they've clinched the play in berth and they're sitting in ninth. So if they did slide to 10th, 
Um, either way, they're looking at playing in the second round uh, just to try to uh, make it to the playoffs, assuming they win the first round. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, I just want to back for you with that. And then let's go on to Friday, which is today. The Wizards had a home game, had a home game, because they've already played as of the making of this video versus Cleveland, and they won that game. So they clinched the play-in berth, uh, but they're still at 10th. They're now half a game behind Charlotte and Indiana. And like I said before, I think um, they, I think the Wizards actually hold the tiebreaker over Indiana, but not Charlotte. So if Indiana slips and uh, they wind up tying there, then, you know, the Wizards would definitely move up to ninth. They could potentially get up to eighth if, um, you know, if Charlotte loses as well. So with Charlotte playing the, the Knicks, that might be a tough game there. And then with Charlotte playing Washington, because this is the Wizards' home game on Sunday versus Charlotte, that might change things uh, drastically there where you might see the Wizards take over in the eighth spot, uh, possibly the seventh. But uh, I think, no, I think the seventh might be out of the reach. I can't remember. If, if the Celtics lose both their games and, and the Wizards move up. But let's just say they take over the eighth spot and the Charlotte Hornets slide down to ninth, then the Wizards will have two chances to make the playoffs officially. And they could possibly beat they could possibly beat the Celtics and take the seventh spot if, you know, if Bradley Beal is back, which hopefully he'd probably return around that time. Uh, they, they definitely would want him there so they can uh, basically lock in a playoff spot. But yeah, that's going to be a great matchup there just because both of those teams could potentially play each other in the play-in tournament or, or maybe avoid each other. Something's going to probably shake up there. And I would go ahead and say the Wizards will probably win that game, but who knows? Who knows? Um, but let's go over back to the West and let's talk about what's going on there, what could shake up a little bit there. We're looking at Portland. Portland has one game left versus Denver, if I did that right. One game left. So if they have one game left, because they're not playing tonight, which is Friday, and they're not playing Saturday, they're playing Sunday. And wow, what a game. What a game to end the regular se uh, season, because Portland, they're not going to want to slip. They're not going to want to be a playing tournament. They don't want to trade spots with the Lakers. And Denver, if they win, they can potentially, if, if they win and the Clippers lose a game or two, not sure how far off they are. I think they're like a game behind. But, you know, the Denver Nuggets could possibly move up to third place and take over. Uh, take over third from the Clippers, which would send them down the fourth. So two big things to watch on either end, but Portland doesn't want to be in the play-in. They were in the play-in last year, and that will affect you going into the first round because um, if you're playing through that extra game because you know you want to be in the playoffs, you got to win at least one. So why waste the first one just to play a second one and then have even less time to rest for the play-in uh, playoffs? Um, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of, of stuff going on there that you – you don't want to really deal with if you're the Portland Trailblazers. You want to wrap this up. But Denver, man, they got like the MVP over there. They got Nikola Jokic. So if Nikola Jokic is over there and he's doing what he always does on a consistent basis, that's going to be a tough, tough matchup for Portland. And it could go either way for me, in my opinion. So that's something to definitely watch out. I'm liking some of these Sunday matchups. Like, wow, uh, shout out to your bud 36, but what a Sunday, fun day, fun day, Sunday, because things are going to probably shake up. But I mean, if the underdogs don't win, then, you know, things are kind of stay the same. But 
Uh, I'm looking for things to go down, go down big time. So like, let's just look, look back at Portland. Portland's half a game up on Los Angeles Lakers. So just a half game up. So they lose. They're basically tied, but I think they might hold the tiebreaker. Um, and then they're half a game down from Dallas. And I think the Dallas Mavericks hold the tiebreaker with Portland. So yeah, it's just that close, but like Portland has one game left. They basically have to win that game because um, unless you're hoping that the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks lose both their games or the Los Angeles Lakers lose both of theirs. But if the Lakers were to win, win one game, then that's going to make it tight there. But then if the Lakers, let's see, if the Lakers win one game and the Portland Trailblazers lose that game, I don't know. It's going to be close. So just look out for that. And wow, that's something that should be circled as far as um, one of the key games on Sunday night to finish the NBA season. Wow. What a finish. Um, and then let's go to Golden State. Golden State, they are 33 and 13. That's their record. And Memphis is 33 and 13, but Golden State is in the eighth spot right behind the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies are in the 10th. So obviously it looks like Golden State holds the tiebreaker with the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies are playing the Kings at home and they're playing Golden State. Nope. Nope. Did I look at wrong? I look at that totally wrong. I see. Okay, let's see. Memphis is playing the Kings. I don't know why I didn't put the date, but that's a home game for Memphis. And Golden State is playing the Pelicans. That's a home game for Golden State. So maybe both of these games are potentially Saturday. Yes. Okay, I finally figured out my own notes. Sorry, like I said, I did this yesterday. So it looks like Saturday. Memphis has a home game against the Kings, which is a team that's completely eliminated from the playoffs. So that might be an easy win from the, for them right there with Marvin Bagley being set out uh, the last several games, basically for a while now. Uh, Darren Fox has been out for protocols. Don't know if they would want to bring him back just for one or two games left in the season. Uh, Harrison Barnes has been sitting out. So basically this could be a throwaway game, but the Memphis Grizzlies definitely need to seal this up if they want to advance. But Golden State Warriors, same deal. They're playing the Pelicans, and they're going to want to wrap that game up as well, especially it being a home game. Um, so they're playing the Pelicans, uh, just depending on what they want to do. They might low manage, uh, Zion or probably wouldn't play at all. And who knows if Brandon Ingram is playing. So this might be a, uh, a giveaway, you know, give the Golden State Warriors like an automatic win there. So if let's say both of these team wins on Saturday, that puts them again, same record, ninth and 10th, Golden State holds a tiebreaker Sunday, another interesting matchup. After I thought the last one would probably be it. No, this one. Sunday's matchup is the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Golden State Warriors. High ironic that is. That's a home game for Golden State. So this is going to be playoff, play-in atmosphere basketball before the play-in and playoffs begin, uh, in my opinion. That's, that's what it should be. I mean, it's the last game of the season. Obviously, you're both in the play-in tournament, uh, but – you know, it's kind of bragging rights and momentum going forward. You know, if one wins over the other, assuming they both have the same record, then somebody's going to be in the eighth spot and somebody's going to be in the um, in the ninth spot. So that means one person had one team has the opportunity to win just one the first game to make it in the playoffs versus the other team that's in the ninth or tenth spot would have to win two games in a row to be in the play-in. Uh, playoff spot so that's that's definitely going to be something I would want to watch out for as well so definitely circle 
Portland versus Denver. That's a main one. Then follow that up. I'm not sure the order of these games, but Golden State versus Memphis, assuming that they're tied after Saturday's slate of games. And let's go ahead and, like I said, say um, Friday, uh, not, not Friday, but Sunday as well, the Wizards versus the uh, Charlotte Hornets. So that's cool. Um, yeah, we just got a slate of games here that that is interesting how this actually matches up uh, unknowingly, I guess, as far as it being that close to each other's records, you know, your opponent's record, like, you know, basically just holding it down uh, in your spots respectively, but they're going to be one winner. So somebody's going down and somebody's going up for sure. So definitely look out for that. And, um, and, and, and yeah, also, like I said, um, Sunday, you know, um, or did I give the Lakers? I might not have because I see them at the bottom here. So the Lakers I already mentioned they play Indiana. That's Saturday, but on the other end of their back-to-back, since everybody's playing Sunday, they're playing the Pelicans Sunday. So the Pelicans, man, wow, you're on Saturday, you're playing Golden State, and then you have to follow that up against the Lakers. And maybe, just maybe, LeBron might be playing in that one and or AD because, you know, if it comes down to it and you need that win to get out the play-in tournament, that's might might be what you want to do. But then again, you might be looking at who you're playing in the first round. Would you rather play like Denver or would you rather play, you know, the Clippers? I, I don't think you want to play the Clippers. So it might just depend on where they're at. Like this is going to be interesting on the, the strategy here of what teams might want to do if they might want to go out and, and ball out and have a have a hard fought game or just kind of rest up because, you know, are you already in the playing tournament? Or if you're the Lakers, you might be like, okay, do I want to go above seventh and step into sixth place? or or not because it just depends on your first round matchup when you're considering um some of these players getting back to uh shape and back in back into rhythm but um yeah it's definitely going to be what i call a a cluster you know what i mean on sunday and i can't wait to, to see the end results fortunately i will probably be working unless i can leave a little bit early um and maybe catch some of these games, but I just will definitely be catching up on these scores and Instagram and um, just, just staying on top of it because it's going to be a whole new day come Monday. And then what is Monday? I can't remember the date for that, but I think what Tuesday should start the play in tournament, the 18th, whatever the 18th is, I think that's Tuesday. So um, yeah, three days there of, of, uh, of, of games between, you know, the Eastern Conference on one side and the Western Conference on the other side. Um, like I said, I have a video on YouTube if you want to watch that on how the play-ins and playoff tournaments uh, work. Um, obviously, the playoffs work the same as they always have in the last, uh, you know, decade or so. But the play-in tournament is something new, and it's a little bit different than last year, um, how they did the format. But it's still kind of similar to last year as it being a single elimination game. But there's uh, obviously two rounds again, like last year. And uh, and yeah, yeah, not to re-explain that. Go check the video if you want to go see that. But yeah, this is basically all I had to say. But I did want to get this out here because it is just narrowing and narrowing down. And we do have some plans, some, some videos we want to drop next week uh, for y'all when it comes to, like I said, the matchups, the predictions. And obviously, you know, might throw in the teams who are getting booted out as far as the ones who are already gone fishing so let's um let's stay tuned for that and yeah uh catch us here on kish yz if you're looking listening to the audio only obviously you're probably on like 
uh, was Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, I think, is another one. There might be one or two more. I don't think we're everywhere quite yet. But yeah, definitely check us out on those platforms if you want to listen to audio only. And if you're listening to audio only, make sure you go over to our YouTube page. You can see these videos of the podcast uh, and also some of our other drops as far as we do uh, shoe segments, we do debates, uh, we do PPFs where we break down a player individually, past, present, and future. And then we have some other exploratory content that we're throwing out there um, that we haven't gotten back to quite yet, but I think it'll be great for when the off season starts. But yeah, definitely keep updated there. And yeah, if you go to YouTube, turn the notification bell on. If you like the video, give us a thumbs up and please subscribe if you haven't. That way it makes it a lot easier for you to keep up with our content. And yeah, once again, you know, shout out to our other... Um, what do you want to call it? Like co-branding channel, Tavern Geek. Shout out to Micah, Phoenix Suns fan. Uh, You know, I'm featured over there sometimes when we do the NBA podcast over there. And um, we cover some vintage uh, players as well with that, where we're more up to date on on current things here on Kish YZ. And shout out to your bud 36, because he's on that podcast with me as well. And he's featured on here sometimes as a special guest. And he's a Twitch streamer. So catch him on Twitch at yourbud36, Y-O-U-R-B-U-D-3-6. I'll leave that in the description as well as all this other information I've given you all. So please, yeah, please stay tuned and uh, catch us later. Once again, I am D, and this was Kicking in the Second Half. Everybody, peace and love.